again to another episode of Budgeting Period, your podcast to figure out how to budget. And today I'm so excited because we are talking with Rachel and we're diving in a little bit further into just general budgeting and we're going to figure out grocery budgeting. And I know this is a really big topic. Groceries are so expensive. Food is expensive and everything is expensive today. And so how can we save a little bit of money? How can we be proactive while not overcomplicating things at the same time? So Rachel, thank you so much for being um, here with me today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me. First off, I'm super excited to be here. Uh, my name is Rachel, and I am a mom of four, a busy, busy mom of four. Uh, my husband and I, we live in Northern California outside of Sacramento in a town called Folsom. Um, I also on the uh, run a business on Instagram and social media, and I help people save money on their groceries, which seems kind of funny. It's kind of like, you know, you have like the budgeting world and people are like what you're doing, you're helping people budget. But I just really saw this need to kind of go down further into the budgeting aspect and specifically when it comes to feeding your family. A lot of women feel overwhelmed. Uh, a lot of people feel like they're spending a ton of money on groceries, especially we've got inflation, you know, making groceries super expensive. And I kind of, you know, figured this out back in 2021. I kind of went on this journey and myself as we were budgeting and trying to buy a house, my husband and I were like, where can we cut my, like, where can we get more money? What, like, what can we shift around? And I really focused on my groceries and I saw huge savings. I kind of took my Instagram on this journey with me. And then through that was helping people on the side. And then was like, Hey, I think this is actually like, I think I could actually help more people with this. So that's what I do. I love that. And um, when I coach people individually, groceries is always something that is an easy target to reduce spending in because I don't even look at just groceries. I just look at food. And so let's look at all the different categories that we spend in food, whether it's groceries, whether it's eating out, whether it's delivery, all of that stuff is just feeding ourselves every single month. And so how do we um, make the best of that money? Because it adds up quite a bit. And the amount of people, I'm always amazed that you know, and we don't have, I don't have the same size family that other people have. And so everyone's going to be different and everyone lives in different areas and organic or non. So everyone has all these kind of, I hate to say it, excuses of like, I can't go any cheaper. Like I have tried. And this is like, I can't spend less than a thousand dollars a month. Right. And I always just love to like press buttons a little bit because I truly believe that there is a way. And so how do you start that conversation with people that are like, I am, I can't spend any less, but you obviously have found a way to. Right. So yeah, of course, that's all obviously like, you know, a lot of people have, oh, I I only can eat organic, or I really want to eat healthy food. Or, you know, I live in an area where groceries are really expensive. And I always say, wait a second, wait a second. I'm not going to change what you're eating. I'm not going to change what you feed your family. I'm going to change how you look at shopping and how you prep yourself before you ever even go into the store. I'm going to look at how you're shopping for your groceries. We're going to change that process. We're not going to necessarily change exactly what you're eating. Um, And so that's where the magic happens. It's not in the actual, like, what are you buying? It's the whole process, the whole method of looking at that. So that's, that's where I see the most change. I love that because you know, you don't want to start telling people they can't eat this and they have to start eating that. Like that's a totally different rabbit hole of changing behavior, which is really difficult. But so how much should people be spending on groceries and families? And is there like a quick formula? Yes, there is. So um, obviously I have a program that I take people through. And in that program, I promise people that they get their spending down to $5 per person per day. That's like, okay, great. Now I have to do some math. For a family of four, that's around $600 a month. 
the average American family of four is spending over a thousand dollars a month. So that's like some pretty big jump. Right. But yes. I always tell people when you're first starting out, we could drop your spending just a couple hundred dollars a month really easily, right? Just doing a little bit. If you really want to get down to that $5 per person per day, we might have to actually like get deeper into that, but you can do a hundred dollars easy. You could do $200 pretty easily. Um, that $5 per person per day ends up being about $150 per person per month. So if you can take the number in your family and times it by 150, and that's kind of where you, I would suggest that's what you should aim for. That is such a good I love that formula because of course it's going it, to, exactly. It's something to aim for, right? Like exactly like what you just said, because we get these questions all the time of how much should I be spending on groceries or personal care or yes. um, what is the average that people pay for rent? Like, I think we, since we don't talk about money and finances very often, a lot of people are kind of just out in the dark, hoping that they are average yeah. or not spending <laughs> yes. too much. Right. Yeah. And when we start like opening up about it and exp like student loans is a great example because everyone will yeah. tell you how much they spend on student loans. Right. And so people get yeah. to gauge whether their student loan payments are a lot or not, but things like how much does your family spend on groceries? That's not something you ask your girlfriend or that, no. you know, your neighbors are talking about. And so by having this formula, you can kind of still keep it to yourself and still start to, while we're tracking our spending and we need to figure out how much we're spending on groceries, you can start to gauge okay, am I kind of around an average and acceptable rate, an affordable rate? Um, am I really high? And maybe this is an easy category to kind of target and to look into and reduce my spending because as we always talk about, when you reduce your spending in these categories, grocery budgeting is a perfect example. You have more money for other things. And yes. so what would that be for you, right? And Rachel, what did you guys, you said you were trying to buy a house. So when you were saving money on groceries, where did you see, um, what categories in your life were like freed up a little bit and less stressful because you just had a little bit of extra money? Good question. Okay. So one of the reasons we focused on the groceries was because there's a lot of budgets that don't have wiggle room. Like I can't drop my rent prices. I can't drop my health insurance price. I can't drop what I'm paying for my kids' activities. Groceries and then like those extra, like maybe household items and the fun money. Those are really the air, the only areas that I really saw we could make a huge difference. And some of those areas, maybe like you could drop $20, $25 a month, but groceries, like we were spending $1,200 a month for my family of six. Wow. And I have now dropped it down. To, we spend $700 for my family of six. So that is, that's just like, that's $500 every single month. But you think about the power of $500 every single month. I mean, that's over $6,000. That's almost $7,000 a year that now we have back in our pocket and give us power to do other things with. And I know when we like, we like to give ourselves excuses in our brains and um, $1,200 a month for a family of six probably wouldn't even scare most people. Cause they're like, no, you have uh -uh. six people like that, <laughs> like good job. But I want to flip it and think about it from the 1200 lens. Like if somebody was just to say, write me a check for $1,200 every single yeah. month versus, Hey, write crazy. me a check for $700 every single month. That's crazy. And so, um, yes. I love that you talk about this. And so what are some of the things that listeners can do to start saving money on groceries? I know you've given us a few tips, but are there any like super tangible nuggets that people can dive right into and practice today? Yes. Yes. Okay. So one of the reasons I think there's so much wiggle room with grocery budgeting is because it's one of the things that we have to spend money on, right? You have to do it. And it's one of the big budgets that we're doing. We're spending money on often right? People are going to the store every three days or they're going once a week. Like there's not very many things that you're purchasing that often in the month, right? So it just starts racking up 
without intentionally knowing what's happening. So that is the first thing, one of the first things you can do is just get intentional about it. Just set a number, just have a number. And, and I say, obviously I say $5 per person per day, but this is not a black and white approach. There's no good and bad, right? This is just, Hey, let's see if you can hit this number and just have that be your goal and start tracking, start, you know, every time you go to the grocery store, write down how much you spent. And as you see that number start to build throughout the month, it might bring alarm and make you more intentional with what you're buying at the grocery store. So like, that's the first thing I do with my clients is like, let's just start tracking what you're spending. We don't even have to adjust anything, but just by like seeing what you're spending it probably will make it more of like, oh, this is actually maybe an issue and we need to fix this. Um, People, I would just like to say that I tell you to track every single day that I speak and it is so important. (laughs) And Rachel is also saying it from a side context, but the same exact thing. If you don't track your spending in groceries or in anything, you have no idea how much you're spending. And so as Rachel is saying is when you go into the grocery store and you already know Let's just say you also have a family of six. So $700 is where you're going to try to spend money, right? And so if you know the first time you went grocery shopping that month, you spent 100, so you're down to 600. All right, next time you go, you spent 150. And so, you know, as you keep doing the math, every time you walk into that grocery store, you're going to know, all right, this is how much I'm, I'm playing with. First is if you don't track at all and you are just like hoping that you buy things on sale and that everything works out right, you don't, you have, you have no idea how far off you are, or also if you should be giving yourself a pat on the back because maybe you're doing really really great. But when you don't have the knowledge, when you don't have the insight to see, am I on track? Am I not? Is this an area that's really throwing my finances out of whack, or is this not? And maybe it's something different. But just figuring out a little bit of that information, I think, will help um, help yes. you just get started. Yes. Okay. So, and then another tip that your listeners can do is if you are not ordering your groceries online for pickup you will be amazed at how much you save. And that's like, it's so, sometimes people are like, well, I just don't understand why that would help me save money. It creates intentional spending, right? So everything that we're ordering in our grocery cart has a purpose. We're watching that running total. We're seeing that number at the bottom. When you shop in the grocery store, you're just throwing things in your cart and you have no idea how much you're spending. You go up to the checkout and it's $500 and you're like, well, crap, I actually didn't want to spend $500. But when you're ordering online, it really helps you see where your budget is and it helps you stay under it. So if you add something and it's making you go over budget, you're like, okay, what can I, what can I pull out? What can we kind of like, you know, dissect this order so that we're spending less. Um, and yeah, that ordering your groceries is huge. I love that. And I definitely am somebody that kind of likes going to the grocery store. It's like a quiet wind down time. I can peruse, like, especially speaking to like, maybe like the target moms out there that like to get their Starbucks (laughs) and then just like peruse the aisles. That is the most dangerous thing ever because you're in this like, yeah. relaxed state. You're like happy, you're comfortable, and you're just like picking things off the shelf like it's your job. And I think we need to find another way to like have that quiet, wind down, like relaxing moment and not have it at a store where we're spending money constantly. Yes, yes, totally. I mean, th- yeah, go on a walk. That that You could do that same thing on a walk. I mean, also I'm a busy mom of four. So when grocery ordering and pickup, I didn't even start doing it because of the money savings. I did it because I was like, I don't really want to shop with all my children in the grocery store. Yeah. But then, but then I saw the huge savings and I was like, holy cow, why aren't more people doing this? Like, why is this not a thing? Because it's so easy. It's so easy. It's so convenient and it's way affordable. 
I love it. And so what about all of our friends out there that want to talk about eating healthy and they like to buy organic and they shop at the co-op and there's just, you know, this is something that they're willing to sacrifice and pay a little bit more money on. I, before I let you answer, sorry, I always, um, I always give the example of, it's really great that this is something that you want to spend your money on, but then we're going to have to sacrifice in other areas just because we only have so much income that we're playing with. We don't get to have extra budget money in our groceries just because it's an important spending category to us. And so what about our healthy eaters out there that are spending a little bit more because of that? Okay. So first off, like healthy eating, like I, I also, we eat very healthy, right? We're we don't eat organic, but we eat high protein, high fruits and vegetables. Like that's the bulk of what we're buying. There's a misconception with health and eating. A lot of people think that in order to eat healthy, you have to spend more money. And I just don't agree with that. I think a lot of the times the processed foods, the ones that are pre-manufactured, the ones that are already made, those are the foods that are expensive. And those are what are killing your grocery budget. So if you're shopping that outer rim of the grocery store, you're actually probably going to be able to make your food go further and it's going to end up being cheaper. Now I will say when it comes to organic eating, organic is more expensive. We, we just know that. Then if you also, I have a lot of people who have dietary restrictions, like they want to eat gluten-free or they want to eat dairy-free, same thing. Um, but so again, I have this set goal number, but there's no reason that you can't maybe make that goal number a little bit higher, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, oh, I want to eat organic. I'm going to spend $2,000 a month because I'm eating organic, right? You can still have a budget goal. It just, it, it, you can cut back in other ways. Again, it doesn't matter what you're buying. It's the process of how you shop, how you look at meal planning, how you go to the store. That really is the powerful aspect in this. So keep buying organic. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but we just might have to adjust your goal number. I love that. And so I've already stalked you on Instagram. If you have not people, we'll put links and stuff in the show notes here, but um, she has so many tips and insights and um, either, even like talking about like the outer ring or the outer edge of a grocery store you've talked about. And it's so important because all like the junk fun stuff is in the middle and we want to avoid that. And that's how we save money. And so follow her if you are not already, but um, Rachel, how else can people find you? I know you have a boot camp coming up. And so how can people just get more of your information if they're ready to tackle grocery budgeting? Awesome. So I am, so I'm on Instagram and TikTok. My username is Hey Rachel Coons. Um, and then on there, I do have the boot camp. There's a wait list right now because doors aren't open, but it's basically an eight week live program where I have modules, worksheets, Q and A's, a Facebook group that we just kind of dive into this and get you spending that $5 per person per day in the eight weeks. Um, but you know, you still, there's so many good nuggets on the social media too, that you can glean a lot from that as well. And if you want more help, if you want to work kind of more one-on-one with me, that's where the boot camp is available. And that's where like the gold is people, because same with me, like, and I, one of your videos, Rachel, that I just loved so much, you were talking, it was a, um, somebody commented about, um, I've been following you, but I haven't gotten any traction yet, or I haven't, um, seen any results yet. And I was like, I resonate to this so much because you were saying in the video, like, Exactly. Following somebody doesn't make results. Like it doesn't change your life. It doesn't change your habits or patterns. Habits are really hard to change people. We're not saying this is easy work, but like you actually need to like dive in and get into Rachel's brain and her method and truly commit to following this as a practice and then seeing how it can change your life because just following somebody, myself included, isn't going to change your budget. You need to actually do some of the work and um, make some of the changes. So Rachel, thank you. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Um, So thank you so much for being here today. Um, It was such a great 
such a great pleasure to chat about groceries specifically because I know this is a hot topic. And um, please, everyone, go ahead and follow Rachel and get more insight and maybe even join her boot camp if this is something that you're ready to dive into.